The Close Traffic Podcast, an aviation and flight simulation show. Welcome aboard. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Playoff Circuit Podcast, an aviation and flight simulation show. I'm Johnny, and along with me, my uh, very, very, very special friend of mine and co-host, Charlie. Charlie, say hello to the people, man. People, what's up? Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Hope everybody's doing well. Getting the oh, rain yeah. they need, getting the heat yeah. they need. Man, it's cold here in Georgia today. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got a little chilly over here, too, man. I ain't going to lie. Um, we got a little rain yesterday. Like, when I got drug out to this freaking Christmas parade. And, and, oh, um, yeah, man. And it was great, but it was like, you know, it's it like the whole day, you know, it was kind of gray. You know, it's kind of cloudy or whatever, broken or whatever. And then, yeah, all of a got that winter raining. look. Yeah, and then all of a sudden yeah. it started raining, and you know, like right when Santa's about to come, so it's like everybody's like, ah, oh, everybody's, man, everybody's all <laughs> all ticked off or whatever. But aside from that, man, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty good, man. What what'd you get into the weekend? Not much, nothing. How's your Thanksgiving, by the way, man? I straight up was, forgot that it was Thanksgiving like a couple of days ago. <laughs> it was good, yeah, man. So. It's just nonchalant around here, just yeah. me and the girls and. That was about it. We just ate around lunchtime and yeah. kind of hung out. I had to work yeah. Friday, so I didn't do a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. Don't don't blame you at all. But speaking of which, man, um, I want to bring in a uh, another special guest. Um, actually, I I, I say um, I say guest. I guess we're like a return guest because he I think he was what, like our second. <laughs> was that, <laughs> that was second that your guest. second really? Yeah, like it wasn't you weren't either the first or the second. As it's horrible, like I should totally remember these things, but no, I'm sorry. But anywho, <laughs> our um our guest speaker here is um Spur. Spur say hello to the people. What's up? How's everyone doing? <laughs> oh man. Good man. Good. Gosh, man. It, it it seems like just yesterday that we did that. Yeah, because it was what like 2020, 2019, something like that. I had guess. to be 20. Yeah, man. It had to be a while ago. 2020, yeah. maybe. Yeah. That was like you had just started your channel, man. And uh, speaking of which, Spur is a a content creator and a content creator in multiple facets. I mean, planes, trains, and automobiles, literally, you name it. Right. So, <laughs> Anything um, simulation related, pretty much. That's <laughs> Absolutely. So that's an amazing channel. Uh, definitely check him out there. We'll post his uh, info in the description. But, I mean, you're knocking on 7,000 subscribers. Got 561 yeah. videos, 1.1 million views on your channel, man. You're, Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, holy, he peaked out. It, yeah. it's, right? it's hard to wrap my head around sometimes like because i don't i've you know starting out i like i obsessed over the numbers so much starting out 
And as time as time went by, I've obsessed, I, like I, I haven't paid as much attention to the numbers as I used to, you know? So when you, when mm-hmm. you tell me those numbers, I'm like, wow, man, I, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, it, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, man, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. And doing a little content creation as well, you know, it's just easy to kind of get wrapped up into the numbers, but it you is. know, I mean, once you, when you're putting out quality content, I mean, really everything kind of, you know, falls in line after that. And I mean, you did amazing work. Um, watch your stuff every day and, um, mm-hmm. you know, definitely, definitely looking forward to diving a little more into that, but before we get into that, Spur, how was your Thanksgiving, man? I saw some pics there, man. It looked pretty. I, I didn't get a plate or anything. You know, I was going right. to bring well, You know, you just <laughs> you know, down from me a little bit, dude. So you could have come yeah. up and, and had some. Yeah, we did Thanksgiving. We do, uh, the last few years, we've done uh, what we call Steaksgiving. So we've done turkey for oh. so many years that uh, we just started grilling steaks. Like my girls, all of them love steak. It's one of the few things that like every single one of them will eat consistently. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> you know, yeah. Without having to fix like 50 bazillion different things to yep. appease all of them. So we just started right. doing steaks. Giving, like we'll have steak and we had a dressing and mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce and, mm. you know, the usual things just with a steak, just with a grilled steak. And it was a beautiful day that day. It was like 70 degrees outside, you know, so, <laughs> you know, it was absolutely amazing so really too, good that's too awesome cool miss spur says he grills the bit i bet he does i was looking at the pictures <laughs> i was like man biased. i was gonna just go up there and knock on the door and you know just like that random random relative or whatever just comes out of nowhere you know <laughs> right, right. You, dude we had steaks left over like we finally finished them off yeah i think i grilled seven i think i grilled seven steaks so oh man yeah, that's awesome mm-hmm. they're really I'm good still, yeah i'm still recovering and Speaking i think i recovering. want a steak now right i do yeah, I know. Know. <laughs> I was like, we had steaks and then we had apple pie and we had chocolate pie oh um, yeah we had some good stuff mm, man Speaking of Thanksgiving, and uh, not sure how that segued into Mike, but Mike, uh, just see, so you dropped in, man. Say hello to people, bro. What's Mike, going, what's going on, on, dude? Spur. It's been a while, man. It's been doing? a long time, man. Yeah, it sure has. How you doing? Long, long time. I've seen you. I don't know if you've seen me, <laughs> but uh, good, good to see you. Good to be here. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, don't mind me, man. I'm listening in. Cool, cool, cool. Sweet. But uh, again, you know, I, I, I definitely want to thank uh, thank Spur for swinging in, and um, I, I want to recap of the past uh, past couple of years. Before we get into that, I definitely want to touch on a little news, some goings on in the flight sim world. Um, I think probably the biggest one is dang, what was the biggest one? <laughs> um, the uh what we touched the 500 oh yeah so sws the uh, like they uh, finally announced the date for the pilatus pc12 um looking forward to that one I think what december 6th i believe is the date charlie that they mentioned on that one uh, yeah i believe it was the six let me double check I'm pretty sure it was yeah, I think December 6th, and a lot of Black Friday happenings. I say a lot, I'm gonna be honest with you, fellas. It's been kind of well, in my opinion, it's been kind of dry. I really, hey. really hadn't seen anything. Um, 
that's really worth noting in that regard. Um, aside from just the ridiculous low prices on freaking memory. So, um, yeah, that Johnny's yeah, bought some memory. Oh my gosh, man. I, I couldn't help it. I've been, I've been eyeing the Samsung two terabyte for like months. I'm like, man, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Cause you know, I mean, when they first dropped her like two fifty three hundred. Yeah, you know? man, yeah that's, right that's there. what I originally, yeah. I originally put one of those in my PC when I built it and they were way pricier then than they are now. Really? Yeah. Holy Take smoke. the cheapest one I've got in mine. I think I paid a couple of years ago. It was like one seventy five, and it's a really. Yeah, I think it's a one terabyte. Oh my Johnny's gosh! Hogging, Johnny's hogging up all the memory, man. I'm telling you, man. Like straight oh, hoarding all the memory. No, because I've been going with mechanical drives for so long. You guys that all went to solid state and your your fangled, you know, high throughput rates with your fast loading sims and stuff and here i am guys like we'll do a group flight and and it never fails i'm the last <laughs> one because it's like all right guys everybody's loaded in and you know freaking check rod mike over there he's got the flight plan loaded and ready to go he's like right. you know you know I'm in like, gaming is really is getting to the point where you got to have an ssd Oh like yeah, you really, it's true. You really yeah, it's yeah. like DCS. You forget about running DCS on a regular HD. Like you know, it's, it needs to be an SSD. Gotta yeah, have an SSD yeah. for sure. Yeah, because that was I did. Um, I did the migration. I put the I put twenty twenty on. Um, it was on a Samsung nine seventy. I moved it to the nine ninety, and I think that transfer happened in like twenty minutes. And it's like I think at this point now, it's about four or five hundred gigs and Jeez, um really? it, it it happened and yeah it, it transferred about 20 minutes um my os i moved it to a one terabyte i think i did that in about 30 minutes 20 30 minutes and um i mean it's just complete cloning i mean it used to take hours oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah no doubt make images or whatever but aside from that i mean that's really been it i mean what else on the sales i think i picked up the uh picked up i know at the uh, explain.org had a um had some black friday specials going on i think i picked up like the is that where Epic you 1000 go ahead mike <laughs> you go ahead. i was gonna say is that the only thing you picked up yeah wasn't it guys or would i pick up yeah, something else i don't know I think yeah, that was you it. had the other stuff like the week before. Yeah. Uh, yeah I saw I saw the epic screenshot running out the door this morning. I'm like, where'd you get that from? Yeah. <laughs> I was like 20 bucks. Gonna help myself, man. Then really freaking Airbus? huh? Was it really that little from, from Airbus? Yeah, yeah. That 20 bucks, man. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, bucks, I had to jump it? on that DCS stuff. Oh man, we're not oh yeah, we're gonna get to that hey. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did they have some good sales too? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, forty percent off. You can't beat that. Not with the price of their stuff. Like it's really, oh, really man. pricey. Yeah, their modules are super pricey. I think I've been eyeing Syria for a while. I think I might have to pick that one up. Um, but I think all the like as far as fighters, like the modules, man, I'm pretty much set. Cause I was what I would do. I would like wait for a sale. And um, I'll tell you something else for as well. Have you noticed that you know, like the ED loyalty points or whatever that they used to have? So. Mm -hmm. Um, Eagle Dynamics had a loyalty program and you got points for the modules you'll purchase. And so let's say, for example, mm -hmm. I wanted to buy the Tomcat. Well, uh, you can take some of your points and apply your points to the purchase and take some off your Tomcat. Well, a lot of developers have like been opting out for that 
uh, for that ability for uh, to purchase their modules now. So now you there's very few add-ons for DCS you can actually use your loyalty points on. So it's kind of like you know what's the point? Uh, I yeah, I didn't know what's the point of it. Yeah, I think Heat Blur, Heat Blur was one of the ones that backed out of that deal. And, um, you know, it's kind of a bummer. But, I mean, heck, I think, like, you picked up the F-16, I believe. Yeah, for... I got that yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Picked up That's the what, F-16. regular 80-something dollars, right? $80. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, their modules aren't cheap. But then, I mean, they're, like, all, I mean, they're just, I mean, it's very unique to the industry because, you know, you'll spend, you know, 70 bucks for you know something in next plan or 2020 and it might be half done it might not but you know for the most part i mean there are there are some modules out there that's early access but for the most part you know you can you can function fairly well even even in some of the modules that's early access yeah yeah exactly you can do the basics um, yeah you can do the basics definitely uh, definitely a lot more fleshed out hey any bills had uh first of all how's my mic there you go. Yeah, you're doing a lot better now. I'm like you're using your uh, using your headset mic. It uh, it was for whatever reason picking up the audio from the webcam. Uh, mm-hmm. so shout shout out to our producers in the background. They let me know. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have a team of producers anyway, guys. So just make it fun. Any bills had a really <laughs> good set of uh, of, of uh, sales too for their scenery. Did you guys catch that? I'm talking wow. stuff that was like 30, 35 bucks. All right, well, you know, I picked all the scenery up. I wanted, and so we've had like, those already. I know it's, yeah. uh, I think it was LAX. Oh, that oh USA pack, I think. Yeah, we bought three airports that were almost three airports for the price of one when they initially hey. launched about a couple of months ago. So if you missed that, sorry. But I Definitely. think that was that, that was pretty cool too. Yeah, because LAX it. itself was like what twenty six, twenty seven. Exactly. Yeah. You got LAX. I'll find the other two. Did it expire uh, already, or is it still up? You know what? It might still be there. It might still be up if you're watching. If you're one of those. Listen, I mean, I mean, and it's not like these. Usually, when you see sceneries go on sale for like Black Friday or whatever it is, it's older scenery or stuff that's yeah. been out for quite some time. They rarely discount, you know. A, t- a ton of new scenery like this. Yeah, it doesn't like it's here anymore. Mm. LAX was one of them, and to your point, it was about $25 when it first launched, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, you know, especially like for Harrisburg. I mean, they had a lot of just really nice, just mm-hmm. you know, run-of-the-mill airports that's, you mm-hmm. know, um, that were definitely worth uh, worth picking up. And uh, speaking of sceneries, while we're on that one, I don't know if you guys saw the screenshot that Dominic Design Group dropped here um, earlier today. Um, so um, they uh, they released a screenshot, and I don't even have Facebook up to even pull it up because I'm like just that out of it. Like, yeah. Um, they released a screenshot. I kind of kind of bugs me when scenery designers do this. What airport is this? And it's like a random. It's like a picture of a gate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, 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 what do you want Dude, from me? Zero you know? clue, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if it's not Atlanta or LAX or Kennedy, you may as well just tell you about me. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they they announced it's going to be Charleston. So they got Charleston coming down the pipe. Really? Yeah. Ah. 2020 is rounding out the the USA sceneries, man. 
Yeah. Charleston could be cool because that's a that's a joint Air Force base too. Right? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's where the uh, C fives are. Yeah, C seven. Yeah, C seventeens and that kind of Air stuff. 17s. There, like tons yeah. of yeah, big Boeing plant and all that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be definitely gonna be pretty sweet there. Um, but again, unless I missed it, fellas. I mean, that was pretty much all I saw as far as like you know. Yeah, Black Friday. Yeah, you know everybody's, but like even Black Friday outside of itself, the, yeah. itself you know, it's kind of kind of dry. We went to went to grab some uh, grab something or whatever, and um, you know, like the stores were kind of like just normal. You know, really wasn't much. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Carla went and bought groceries. I'm like, it wasn't busy. What are you thinking? She's like, no, it was like a normal day. I was like, really. Yeah, like nobody was like, you know, coming off the top turnbuckle for a video. Yeah. Uh, TDT. Yeah. Oh, cold Steve Austin for the top rope. <laughs> get, get my twenty hour Vizio. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's not nearly as hyped up as it used to be. It doesn't seem no, like no, not at all. I think people no. are a lot broker too. Like they don't have the money to like That's really it. exactly. I told, well, I told I think these they got guys. A lot of Go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say, that's what I told these guys. I think it's just a sign of the times, a sign yeah, of the, the economy, and um, just in people, general where folks find themselves today. People yeah. budgeting like crazy now, like on oh, yeah. all sorts of things. You have to. <laughs> you know? yep. I saw yeah. somebody post the other day, Black Friday. Black Friday needs groceries. That's <laughs> right? exactly right, man. I tell you, bro. Dude, be a mad I rush on bread and milk. milk. I debated <laughs> my F-16 for like, days and days and days on dcs even at 40 percent off i debated it for a while i was like man i just you know i could spend that money on something else but you know <laughs> i really i really want the airplane too so you know yep. you know and, and i can't help but wonder you know how sensitive the developers are to that you know to the economy and um the as far as you know the consumers and you know pricing their products you know accordingly to the best you know within the constraints of what the project will allow as far as budget wise you know what i'm saying you know are there being you know uh, it's like the mud hen the mud hen's cheaper than what i thought it would have been yeah i was expecting yeah. it to be more what is it six, 64 bucks something yeah, like 64 that 64 bucks yeah i was expecting oh, that to be an 80 uh, 80 airplane the uh f-15 eagle slash eagle. oh god i got right, it eagle, eagle, yeah. yep yep so yeah, no, it was it was I was kind of really surprised to see, and it's a solid it's a solid module, you know, it's man, freaking amazing. Um, but yeah, that that F sixteen F sixteen is definitely worth a pickup if you guys haven't uh, guys haven't checked it out. Um, but we'll dive into that here in just a minute. But yeah, uh, as far as everything else news wise, uh, Fly Sim Studio releases released the uh, Technum P twenty twelve. Pretty dang solid airplane, not gonna lie. Um, I've noticed a lot of aircraft flight modeling wise are getting definitely getting better, definitely trending, you know, more, you know, um, a little less twitchy, less cartoony. Yeah. So um, that's definitely um, definitely a a positive trend to see. And uh, aside from that, it's really has been business as usual. Uh, one thing me and Charlie did see uh, Militech, which I don't know, Spurrow, you might be kind of, might be, might pique your interest as well. Militech Simulation shares 
Um, let's see. CH47 Chinook previews and features. Yeah, I've been watching that one. I've been keeping my eye on it. Really? One. Yeah. Yeah, they, absolutely. yeah, that one looks pretty dang, pretty dang solid. So um, looking but forward it, to that one as well. And it's um, the fastest helicopter you can fly too, right? Yep. Doesn't it have the highest top fastest, speed of yeah? Yep. Fastest, uh, I know for sure as far as the army, it's the fastest one of the fastest one the army has for sure. Yeah. So you can get from point A to point B really quick, a lot quicker really than quick. some of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what really? always blows me away about DCS. <clears throat> Not that I fly it. Um, I live vicariously through you all, but the level of detail on these aircrafts uh is just amazing. And I don't know what sort of uh, you know, back-end code or technology is used in this simulator, uh, but they are certainly ahead of the game, I think, as it relates to, you know, texture and modeling for a lot of these aircrafts. We know, obviously, right, the, you know, the inner workings of the aircraft themselves are probably the most realistic simulated versions that you can get for a desktop simulator, but beyond that, I think that the modeling and the textures are just, they've always been amazing to me on DCS. Even before we knew what a 2020 was that you can compare it to. They were just always far ahead of the other simulators out there. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to get a, uh, get a um, DCS developer on and ask him, I mean, is it the engine? Is it all engine that we're looking at? Or is it just a different it's breed of developer that, you know, mm -hmm. who you know, invest their time into, you know, bringing a uh, military aircraft. I mean, cause some of these guys take, they, they, you know, they take a few risks. There was one guy, I think he got arrested for um, snagging for, he somehow he got his hands arrested. on some uh, F-16 manuals. And, wow. um, you, you're yeah. kind of floating on the edge of what they can, what they can and can't. And that's why you don't see some of these aircraft you don't see available because they can't yep. get the information that they need to, to, to do it to do it yeah yeah like you won't see an f-35 you won't see an f-20 no. like you won't see, yeah you won't see a high fidelity version of that for a long long time, long time. Yeah. yeah so that's 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 a lot of the reason why you see a lot of the older iterations like the older blocks of the f-16 older that blocks makes sense the, i wondered why the that makes i never would have thought of that that makes a lot of sense yeah you know just man freaking getting getting your hands on some of the materials um but i mean you know i'm me personally i'm i'm totally cool with you know what's available now i mean even with what's available now the technology they had i'm sure the tech we're dealing with probably like what what do you think spur maybe 90s or early 2000s tech yeah you know and it's already mind-blowing so just lord knows what they have now <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the crazy part is what is that what do they actually have now Exactly. Twenty exactly. years later. Well, I, I read a I read a uh, an, an AMA this uh, Warthog pilot did on Reddit, and they were they were talking comparisons between the DCS Warthog and, and what he was currently flying, and he's he was basically like, oh, I can do a lot more now mm -hmm. than what you could do in the DCS Warthog. <laughs> oh, really? Like, it was almost like child's play. Yeah, like wow. oh, we can do more now. Yeah, and I'm pretty amazed, like with the helmet mounted display and stuff in the, in the warthog, like all the different things you can see and all, all the different like data that's pointed out to you on the ground, you mm -hmm. know, that you can see, it just blows me away. I'm like, man, they could potentially have more than that. And we don't even know about it. You know, no idea. <laughs> no idea. It's, 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 it's crazy, but spur, man, you know, um, 
I, I know we we kind of covered your your origins back in our first interview, but could you provide us just like a brief recap, man? What what started Spur Gaming? How did you just say, you know what, I'm I'm going to vest, you know, divest, um, divest. Man, I'll talk eventually, guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to invest my time into you know building building this brand. Um. Well, for me, it started during uh, it started during COVID. Um, everyone was home, and no one had much of anything to do. And for us, it was uh, it was a little different because Mrs. Spur was working in a hospital, um, dealing with COVID patients. So it was it was a little tense for us at that time because I felt like we had more of an exposure to it than what a lot of people that just you know just stayed at home and and kind of wrote it out, you know. So. Uh, we started doing that as basically like a distraction, you know, just something to entertain us and, and something to kind of interact with people because you couldn't interact with people then, you know, like everyone was mm-hmm. at home and not mm-hmm. doing anything. So um, it, it just it, it was really just kind of a fluke. You know, I said, oh, well, we play games all the time. Why don't we uh, <laughs> why don't we record them and post them? Because we've been gaming for years and years and years, you know. So my fl- first flight sim was back in 1987. You know, it was the very first one wow. I ever got. Yeah. So I was like, uh, you know, I had it. And a lot of it was like at that point, I had the ability to be able to do it, too, because at that mm-hmm. point, I never really had a computer that you could like play these higher ended games and right. record and do all this stuff, too. You know, like you had like people back in the day, like in early 2000s, I remember people using fraps. You know, oh, yeah. you record their games and stuff. I couldn't even <laughs> use fraps. Like I couldn't even record with that. I was doing good just to run the game, <laughs> let alone record it too, you know? And so it just, it wow. kind of evolved from there. It really was just kind of a fluke. You know, it's like one day we said, you know, let's just record it and post it on YouTube and see what happens. Wow. That's yeah. insane. No. I, and, um, and to your points, bro, I think a lot of, I think a lot of, content creators kind of got their beginnings during COVID, you know? Oh yeah. I, did. I mean, I, I know. I mean, it was just nuts, man. Cause I know, I know myself in particular, you know, I, I worked for a um, healthcare automation company, so we were still a little busy, but most of my work was from home, but you know, just for, you know, I had extra time. It's like, man, let me fire up a, you know, I, I streamed a little bit here and there, even prior to that, but it was just like, man, you know, it was heavy. I'm talking about there was Monday through Friday. It was stream after stream. <laughs> I'm sure these guys would, would attest to it. Yeah. And it would, oh my gosh, man, you wake up, somebody's streaming, you know. Oh, yeah. There was a huge explosion in it. Yeah, a huge oh, yeah. explosion yeah. in content create. I, I really feel like YouTube kind of changed with COVID. I think yep. it it opened yeah. it up to a lot of people that probably wouldn't like me, like myself, that wouldn't have gotten involved with it if COVID hadn't kind of pushed you in that direction, you know. For sure. For sure. sure. Yeah, yeah that's how we got started, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> heck, that's how the, the four of us, right? Plus some others. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, definitely created some unique uh opportunities and be able to build relationships and it was listen you know for the time that it was obviously no one would ever want to see that again but it it created opportunities and you know there were some things that came out of that i think it helped it helped a lot of people too like Mm -hmm. it helped give people contact and in interaction with people that were having a really hard time yep at that point you know it gave them an outlet so exactly 
Exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and I, I <laughs> and it's kind of it's, it's it's kind of sad to say, but you know, I know for me, you know, um, as awesome as it was to be able to congregate and gather around, you know, a common hobby, a common passion. You know, part of me was like, man, I'm a little tired of seeing just, you know, hey, guys, welcome to blah, blah, blah. We're about to go from, you know, wherever to wherever. We'll depart, play some music, hit AP1 and send it, you know, and it was great for a minute, you know, but then it's like, man, you know, but then, you know, all of a sudden it's like, bam, here's Spur, you know, he's. You know, he's playing. You know, into uh, into the flames. He's getting into DCS. He's getting into. You know, I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And then mud he, runner. <laughs> yeah, mud runner. Yeah, mud runner. Yeah. Yes. We did uh, the the uh, the Bigfoot game. Bigfoot game. Yes. Was, finding, was... <laughs> finding Bigfoot or whatever that was called. Yeah, we dabbled in all kinds of things, like tons and tons of things over the years. Uh, part of that's probably because uh, it's really hard for something to hold my attention. I, I, <laughs> I lose focus really quick. I don't know why. I don't know if it's ADD or what, but it's really, um, and I, I, I feel like it's, it, it's hurt me. Like in some aspects it's hurt you because you know, the way you get found on YouTube is you find a niche and you kind of push sure. it and you push it and push it and you start building an audience for that. And yep. at least for me, with my experience, any time I pivot the content to something else, the channel always takes a hit. It, sure. it, yeah, it that's always true. takes a hit. It never fails. And it, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, I, I, I've got to play what I enjoy and what keeps yep. me interested and happy or else I'm not going to enjoy it anymore. You know, exactly so, right. You know, I, I look at people like content creators like Fly Daily. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him he's one of the big war war thunder mm -hmm. uh content uh, creators okay. and he's done i don't know if he still does now because i haven't watched fly in a long time but there was like mm -hmm. literally years and years and years that he did nothing but war thunder content wow and wow. i i couldn't do that you know <laughs> no, I, I, I it'd, get, it'd get old yeah it would but, it would get old and it would get stale you know and so wow. um I've always been a variety gamer. I've always played tons of different games since day one. Mm. You know, I, I think a lot of people like the firefighting stuff's what really got me, got things rolling. Sure, sure. Yeah. People love the firefighting. That's right. Stuff. I remember that. Yeah. Right. But you can only put you can only put water on a fire so many times <laughs> before it kind of gets to be repetitive right like it's yeah. the same thing you roll to the scene in the fire truck you jump out you put water on it you get back in you go back to the station you know and um you know if if you're not being if if the developer isn't giving you a lot of new fires and things to respond to it can get stale mm -hmm. really quick you know so ah. um I did a ton of firefighting that did really well for the channel. I don't know what it was about firefighting that really helped the channel. Like I got some huge boosts from firefighting. Really? It's that niche, man. There's been such a niche and there's no one screaming it. it. Yeah. yeah and, mm -hmm. and I guess, I guess also like just the term emergency just grabs people for some reason, you know, emergencies mm -hmm. and fires mm -hmm. and stuff. It just grabs their attention, you know, but 
so I, I did a ton of firefighting. Uh, I've done the flight sim stuff, but I, I think a lot of people, and I, I use this to trip up my audience once in a while. I did a poll uh, back several months ago, and I, I put mm-hmm. some games on, and I said, which game does Spur have the most time in of all games that I've right, ever played, I right? <laughs> and it was like, it was like uh, Emerge NYC, Microsoft Flight Simulator, um, I can't remember what the third one was. And then the fourth one was World of Warcraft. I think one person voted World of Warcraft, but actually, wow, is the game that I've got more time wow. invested in. Yeah, more time invested in that game than any other game that I've ever played. And I think I probably, like, looking at my channel, you would never guess that. I would have had no clue. Yeah, nope. you would have never I got it wrong because no I voted in the poll, and I'm like, wait, what? Did you <laughs> vote up? Really? Did you <laughs> vote? Yeah, I completely got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, Mr. Spur. Mr. Spur says the first gaming content post Rim World with horrible mics. He's come a long way then. Oh god, and, they and, so and, bad. And you know what, Spur? I mean, we just gotta give out give a shout out to Mr. Spur because we're all married, right? I mean, we just gotta yeah. <laughs> we gotta oh. give credit where credit's due. Let us come Absolutely. in here and play games for, for <laughs> hours on that. She has supported me a hundred and ten percent. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to do like Absolutely. what i do she loved but you know that like the crazy thing is is like gaming has been a huge part of our marriage from the get-go anyway wow you know from from day one we've always we've done a lot of gaming together even way back in 2002 i'll never forget it i was working for the railroad and i was going mm-hmm. all the time you know and never at home and and mrs spur was at the house bored and she's wanting something to do and we went to Walmart, the old school Walmart. I'm not talking Ooh, about the, the brown Walmart. Walmart. I'm talking about the old school Walmart back in 2002. Wow. And we walked by the uh, the, ele- the electronics section, you know, and they had mm-hmm. a, a little display on the corner of an aisle of uh, Star Wars Galaxies. And it was an MMO, wow. uh, a Star Wars themed MMO. And mm-hmm. I was like, we should, you should play that. Yeah. I think you, cause you, there was like 40 different professions that you could be in this game. And I was like, you wow. should play it. You would enjoy this. She's like, she'd never even seen star Wars at that point. She didn't know anything about it, you know? <laughs> and so anyway, um, <laughs> we went home and researched it and like, you could be a dancer in the game. You could be a doctor. You could be an entertainer. Like you could do all these different things, you know, and that hooked her that wow. hooked her and so you know we were we started playing star wars galaxies when we had one pc we would divide up our time one person would get on the pc and play it for a little while and then their turn would be up in the next person you know and i would sit there beside her with the manual you know it had an actual manual that came with a game that was like that thick Whoa. you know y'all remember those days yeah when, oh man, yeah i love those man it was yeah. amazing toilet reading whoops did i say that right right exactly, yeah. so you know yeah it started very early on for us you know we started playing oh we played star wars galaxy so much we would stay up till 2 a.m 2 wow. and 3 a.m playing star wars galaxies man play it until we were starving then fix spaghetti at like 3 a.m in the morning and then get a little sleep and then play star wars galaxy some more like it's just you know our life oh. kind of revolved around gaming you know that's awesome yeah, absolutely. For a sad, I, I got to go back again to like <clears throat> quote unquote COVID days. Those were the highlights here in this household on those Saturday nights when the two of you would play. Oh uh, man, uh, farm, uh, farm, farm sim, uh, yes. mud runner, and uh, Bigfoot, especially Bigfoot man. Bigfoot was Bigfoot was so <laughs> anticlimactic though. 
<laughs> he bugged out. He bugged out, and I I killed him by because he glitched, and I killed him That's by like right. stabbing him in the butt a hundred times. Yeah, I saw that. I put up a TikTok a long time. That was like one of the first TikToks that I ever put up was a clip of that, and and it's it came up today. I completely forgot about that doing that. <laughs> and I, I saw that was it. hilarious. I was I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss the streaming. I want to get back into streaming. I really do. I've said it a hundred times, but streaming is like a whole different beast in itself. Good job, you know? man. It is. Yeah, it, it really is. It is. And that's and that's. Uh, I, I guess that was kind of a question I had for you, Spur. You know, especially for a lot of young content creators out there. I mean, what? And we all know there's a secret algorithm running in the background to that. You know. Google uses to, you know, leverage what you get, what gets layered on top of what, but what would be your recommendation for a young content creator, you know, just trying to get out there and get his or her feet wet? Um, I, well, first and foremost, I would say do something that you enjoy. Mm. Um, I, I would say, I said earlier, I try not to stress over the numbers as much i i can tell you right now there is no one out there that's probably studied the seo and the rankings and <laughs> thumbnails and all that stuff more than i have like i looked at that like what colors should you use on a thumbnail you know what how you should do your intro you know how what you should tag your videos like all these there's so much stuff to it and and you can get so involved in that stuff that you really kind of miss out on the why you got into it yeah the enjoyment of actually doing it so i would say do something that you enjoy uh try not to to stress the numbers too much i mean it, it you can sit here and say that all day right you can sure, sit here sure. and say that all day don't stress the numbers but still though it, it it's always you know it's always a hard knock when you work really hard on something and you put it out there and it doesn't do well you right. know it's like every video that i've ever done that i'm like oh man i i, I spent 10 hours editing this video <laughs> i loved it and it, it doesn't do nearly as good as some of the videos that i don't put any effort into you know it's like <laughs> it's like go figure you know it, it's it's the weirdest thing but um oh yeah i i would say you know those things i i think to me audio is a big one I think mm -hmm. a bad audio turns more people off than anything else, you know, so at least yeah. try to invest in, in, in some kind of, you know, you know, decent mic, you don't have to break the for bank. Sure. Anymore. I didn't break the bank on this one. This, this mic was like $58 when I got it. So for sure, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I would think those would be, um, be, be some of the things, but like I said, first and foremost, just do something that you enjoy and that you want to like, because it's a long haul. Like Absolutely. to me, YouTube is, um, it's a marathon. It's oh yeah. Not a race. Yeah. It's, it's by yeah. no means a race. It is a marathon. There are a few people out there that like, they just have the magic touch. <laughs> you, you know, those people like they oh, can yeah. just make a video and they can put it on YouTube and it just, Blows to up. the moon it just yep. blows up to the moon you know Casey yep. Neistat, he's one that comes to mind it's like i've seen that guy post a video and within four minutes had eight hundred thousand views Good oh yeah Lord. and his videos Good are like eight, anywhere from eight to 15 minutes long 
mostly to the eight minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's just it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, yeah some but, people just have that touch. Yeah, yeah it's it's a it, like to your point though. He he's been at it for I don't know fifteen plus years. So to your point, Spur, it's a marathon, right? It's it is not, a marathon. Yeah. He, it took a while for him to get to that point where his, you know, content just, quote unquote, sells itself. It, sells right. Itself. It, I think mm-hmm. like, you know, when you're a new YouTuber and they say, well, start out in a niche that uh, you want to put out there that no one else does or small it's a small market. I mean, it's still a big market share on YouTube because there's three sure. billion plus people watching, but it's still kind of like like firefighting sims. But uh you know, you're going to be, you're going to be limited on your audience with that at some point, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. I, I feel like the true success on YouTube is like not necessarily getting people to watch you to watch firefighting content, but watching you because they For want you. to watch you. Right. Not yep, because exactly. they found a firefighting video. You know, I, I think, you know, a channel will get to a point where like a Jeff Fabiano, where it's, put out there because jeff fabiano exactly Exactly. because it's his content or you know you know i'm saying like if if that makes sense yep no you're you know you're spot on spur you know i think i've said that you know i've I've probably that as well because you know i sometimes especially when i was traveling a bunch i was like man i got i'm tired of thinking about throughput tests tired of thinking about put formats i need to watch something you know you're watching youtube and you know you get somebody who's out there streaming and you know they don't say anything they're not engaging you're like all right guys we're about to go from here to wherever you know you hear like clicking and it's like there's no there's no true engagement and man that's 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 tough like that's tough on 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 the audience so you have to you got to figure out a way to get the audience to resonate with you yeah you know? yeah and exactly right you gotta make resonate that connection. with you you could play lawn mowing simulator and they're gonna watch it because hey you know spur playing lawn mowing, you know check them out you know but exactly no, right. spot on spur spot on my yeah. friend it, it, yeah it, i was it, just kind of I'm just kind of curious, you know, I don't want to, not to cut you off or nothing because, you know, just looking at your channel and the growth, it's just exploding right now, you know? So definitely shout out to you um, on, uh, on your diligence. And again, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that, Hey, you know, everyone watch Spur because all of your, and a lot of your content, you know, whether it's run eight, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, DCS, wherever you're playing, you know, it's, you know, their the views are solid. Absolutely. Thanks. I appreciate that. It, it's, it's not, it's definitely, I don't think people realize how, how difficult it can be like doing, doing content creation it's online. A lot of work. It is, it's a lot of work mm-hmm. and, and, and it's not always guaranteed to be successful. No, you know, you're going to have things that, that flat out don't do anything. You know, you're going to have some videos that do great. I've had videos do good that I'm like, really? How did that, that go? That, yeah. vi- that video did good. Like that one did good. Out of all these videos I've done, that is the one that did good. I don't. I had know fifteen why. minutes and it got yeah. the most views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you know, you were asking what would you suggest. I I went into YouTube thinking I can control what this does, right? I can study mm-hmm. this stuff in SEO and everything, and I can make it do what, what I, I want, want it to do, mm-hmm. and. While that may be partly true, you really, you really don't like. It's just, it's just going to do what it does, right? Like yep. some videos catch on, and and some don't. 
And that's mm-hmm. not to say that you could take that video that didn't catch on, delete it, and repost it a few days later, and it may catch on too. Like you, you know, it's it's the weirdest thing as far as how this stuff works. It's just you know, I, I hate to say like luck of the draw. Absolutely. But I I feel like there is a little bit of like mm-hmm. you've got to put something out there at the right time, at the right moment that people are looking for, they're searching for, they're interested in whatever, and then it'll catch on and do something. You know. Spawn on, my friend. Spawn on. Yeah, you know that's. Again, you know, it's it's uh, it's definitely, um, you know, more or less, you know, kind of a gamble. You can, yeah, you know, it is. It really one would is. say, you know, as far as what you put out there. I mean, it's just like, you know, and again, it's like, man, the videos you can care less about. You drop them out there, and just then they just explode. You know, and and um, things are so competitive now too. Very. definitely since covid i think it like everyone felt like hey i can do gaming videos yep it's the easiest thing to get into right it's the easiest type of content to get into because all you got to do is have obs all you got to do is have a mic like some a lot of people don't even do commentary they just play the games and put Mm -hmm. them up there yep and those are successful as well yeah Yeah. but it's a real it's like the easiest type of content creation i feel like you can get into on youtube yeah I, I, i really do like, you know, you just at a minimum, you can just record your gameplay and put it up there mm-hmm. or you can do commentary would be the next step. You know, have a mic mm-hmm. do commentary. The next step would be to show your face mm-hmm. of you playing the game like a let's play. And then the next step above that is actually like really interacting with the people and for sure and, and, and like including them and like taking it to the next level, you know, so. It's, it's definitely, it's very competitive. It's, it's crazy competitive. And you have to, you know, as you're growing your channel, you have to kind of like weed yourself through all that competition and, and hopefully, you know, kind of start stair-stepping above them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that whole face reveal thing during COVID was a huge thing. And folks yes. planned it exactly. They would stream for a couple of months, just, you know, sound and audio and Man, once you did that face reveal, first of all, that that for, that uh, that one episode or stream, your numbers were insane. And then subsequent <laughs> to that, right, you were just doing amazing. And again, if you planned it that way, uh, the algorithm caught on, people caught on, and you know it kind of blew up from there. So it's uh, there's definitely, I think, uh, a level of uh, planning and organization, a, a lot of that, I should say. But I think to your point, they'll spur. There's definitely some right place, right time moments that helps contribute to the success yeah I, I i think it has to unless you're like on the level of a mr beast yeah where mm. that that dude like he's like a guru with working youtube with like playing the youtube game you know yeah. and and so you know anything he puts but but i think a lot of that is because it is mr beast like if you go oh, back yeah. and watch some of hey. his really early stuff yep you know it didn't do well Everyone starts somewhere. Yeah, everyone, everyone starts somewhere. I love like some like watching his really early gameplay videos where he was playing like first person shooters and stuff like that. I don't think a lot of people realize that. It's like really mm-hmm. inspiring because you know you you could tell. I I think these videos go back to what, maybe 2015, 2016, Some of his earliest wow. stuff. But yeah, like it, he was just a kid. He was literally mm-hmm. just a kid, like a young teen, just playing video games and posting them on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Holy so, smokes. Pretty yeah, inspiring. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and and again, you know, um, there's 
you know, it's just definitely, you know, if you're looking to, you know, looking to get into content creation, man, yeah, you're right. I mean, I just can't, I can't think of another, another facet that's, you know, as easy to penetrate as, as gaming, you know, so, yeah, that's true. um, no, definitely, and just the yeah. tools you got to do it. I mean, you yeah, stream, stream from your PS5. I'm sure, you yeah, know, you pretty Xbox, much got it. Like, yeah, easily access anything you need to do it nowadays, mm-hmm. and oh, it performs yeah. well. Like, yeah. you, well, you know, your your equipment performs well. You can get yeah. DaVinci Resolve for free to mm-hmm. edit to, to do all your editing and stuff. Like, you know, you don't even have to pay for an editor anymore. You know, like, you no. can easily get into it at that point. It's just a matter of. How much of yourself do you want to put into it? And I think that's the hard yep. part for a lot of people getting into it because it's either a shyness kind of thing, like you know, they you know, some people just don't even want to talk on a video, like they just exactly just simply just want to do the gameplay yeah. and put it up there. So there's like different yep. levels that you have to take yourself. Yeah, because it's definitely hard to talk to yourself knowing you're recording a video. <laughs> no, my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is. Now, unless you're like, you know, a couple of cards shot of a full deck like I am, just talk to yourself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, you know. I'm the card you throw out of the box when you open it. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, but no, those are, those are good points for, I mean, you know, again, you know, it's, it's, you, you get out of it what you put into it. You know, it's definitely a time investment. And the, the you know, the successful content creators, you can definitely tell there's a lot of time and a lot of effort put into it. And, you know, when you plant those seeds, you know, more often than not, you know, they, they tend to bear fruit. Now, um, I, one aspect I have seen is like, you know, let's say we're just focusing just on flight simulation you can kind of see like, you know, where you kind of, you know, you're peaking, 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 boom. And then you kind of plateau and just kind of ride that wave versus um, dabbling into, let's say, you know, farm sim or other sims to try to, you know, help bolster those subscription numbers. Have you noticed that at all, Spur? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like diversifying your audience, I think definitely helps because there's only so many people, so many people that watch, firefighting for sure there's only so many people that watch dcs there's only so many people that watch farm simulator but if if you diversify you know you grab a little bit of that audience you grab a little bit of this audience you grab a little bit of this one it may not be a huge following as if you just did it exclusively but i i really feel like for like long-term growth uh diversification is the way to go because if if you only focus on one area it's it's eventually going to peak like you're going to reach mm-hmm. the yeah. maximum amount of people that you could possibly reach that watch farm simulator and that's going to be it mm-hmm. you know yeah. so i i feel like trying to capture it's like i said it's, it's a double-edged sword you know you pivot your content some people that are watching you for firefighting aren't going to like that they're yeah they're you're going to see some of them fall off yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're going to fall or they're just not going to watch but, you know, the more I thought about it, they say, well, you know, some people say, well, you should post a minimum of one video a week. So, you know, if you're posting five videos a week, but you're doing one firefighting video a week or one DCS video a week, right. or whatever, you know, it, 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 it kind of it kind of pans out a little bit, maybe. But I don't know. I the channel like short term, the channel probably could have grown more just sticking with one niche. Absolutely. But I, I feel like long term, it's better to 
to kind of branch out into other things. And plus it just makes it easier for me. Oh yeah. I enjoy it a lot more. Oh yeah. 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 Instead of just having to record the same thing over and over. Yeah. There's no way if I, if, if I had to do that, I wouldn't be doing it now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people look at it the other way around. I think that's interesting. A lot of people, you know, this is what I know. This is what I do. And this is what I'm going to stream over and over again until I'm, banging my head against the wall and for those that like it and enjoy it cool we'll stick Mm -hmm. to it and for those that don't you know there are other channels to watch but i think diversifying that um uh, sort of overall uh content on your your platform definitely goes a long way for the long term like you said speaking of platform uh you know again thanks for everyone for for joining us today i know we've got a couple of folks on the youtube side the facebook side and twitter side and uh platform i know for a while spur when you first gosh maybe this was two years ago now but i remember you were on the youtube side and you were you were using that primarily for both streaming and videos and then after a while you said you know what if i'm gonna stream it's got to be on twitch and then youtube will be primarily my videos has that sort of thought process continued as you continue to learn more about, you know, the, the platforms themselves and, you know, the environment and sort of what people like versus don't like, or now it's more like, eh, I just stick with YouTube. I think it, I want to get back into streaming. I've talked about it a lot. I think if I were to come back to streaming, I would probably do YouTube. I, I like Twitch. I got monetized on Twitch really fast. But to me on Twitch, it is really easy for a new content creator or someone that's not as as big as the big ones, you know, to get buried. Like, I I feel like it's harder to find people like to to be given an opportunity to be seen on Twitch versus YouTube. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you go to Twitch and you look up World of Warcraft Oh my God. Several pages are going to be people with, you know, tons and tons of people watching them. And someone that might have 10 or 12 people watching them is going to be way down. Mm -hmm. Like, you purposely got to go look for those people. Gotcha. How many people that go to Twitch say, I'm going to look at this genre and I'm going to find a small content? I'm going to scroll through all these people that have tons of people watching them and find some small content creator you know, mm-hmm. towards the bottom. It doesn't really like it, it doesn't really happen, you know? So I, I think if I were to do it, I, I might would multi-stream. I, I don't know. I've, I've kind of thought about that and just kind of throw it out there and see what happens. But I think YouTube would be my main focus. Now I, I feel like it's better for me because I'm more established on YouTube now. You know, it's hard to take, like it's hard to take your, your subs from YouTube to another platform. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. saying, hey, I'm going to go on Twitch. I mean, some are going to go over there, but you're not going to get the bulk of them. No. Sure. Yeah. You know, I don't think, it, you know, so. YouTube and the just... platform being different too. Like, there not you a go, lot of Charlie. people, I don't like, yeah. personally, I don't like Twitch. Same. Now, I do follow Same some go. people. Yeah. Yeah. But, because they're only on Twitch, but just the bits and all, like to me, it's yeah. so convoluted. It's too, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, too, it's too busy, too busy. Mm-hmm. Some of the content too on Twitch and, and what happened with me like early on um, when I was streaming on Twitch, uh, my daughters would go to school and they would tell some of their friends, hey, dad's a streamer, you know, and some of their friends would actually come and watch, you know, and mm-hmm. 
with Twitch, it always, I don't know how it is. Has, I haven't been on there in, for ages, but it always made me a little bit uncom uncomfortable because I felt like the kids were being exposed to more things on there than they needed to be exposed exactly to, you know like, exactly I mean, I, I mean you had the hot tub cams and you yeah. had oh all my gosh, stuff and, that, yeah yeah so it did it made me a little bit uh, it made me a little bit uncomfortable you know uncomfortable with that too so yeah Mr. Spur brings up a good point. Um, uh, well, you're not weird, Mr. Spur. Um, but I love smaller streams because I love the interaction as much, if not, um, uh, if not more than content. That's a good point. You know, That's some of those, point. some of those massive streams you get in there, especially when there's like 200 plus. You know, I mean, it's just the chat's rolling so much. Oh yeah, keep up with it. You know, and versus the little small ones there. You know, especially on the content creator side, you can actually see. You know, and have time to respond rather than you know 70 other chats you know coming in after that but yeah um it's a lot I'm more intimate yeah it is sure. it's a lot it more sure. intimate yeah because you know a lot of people now i mean they're streaming to twitch youtube facebook instagram TikTok, rumble <laughs> right. i mean there's like seven or kick, eight yeah, kick, too, now, like, kick kick that's yeah. the one i was trying to think of yeah. but like yeah. Wait, what? Just, what the heck is that what, what, what is, is a kick you can, stream, you can stream on kick too now What's yeah. kick? I, I don't it's, even know it's, a, I've just it's, seen a, it. it's some kind of a kick is like it started oh, out God. as like a, a, a chat program or something and then somehow they got into they got into streaming and I know some of the big streamers from Twitch wound a up going to kick and getting really? huge oh, deals like getting huge deals over there. Oh you wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Like man, man. You, thought, you, you thought uh <clears throat> what you call it was convoluted. This looks like a mess. Man, I thought you guys were gonna bring up OnlyFans or something. Oh my gosh, man! World of Warcraft OnlyFans. You wait, that's coming. That's coming, right? It's gonna be there. I would not point. be surprised. Be Watch me send this seven three seven man from LAS to wherever OnlyFans. <laughs> right. Uh, kick is funny. the new Twitch. New Twitch. Oh, that's interesting. Blue said Kick is the new. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> <We> double... <laughs> <laughs> I always do that to you, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, Mike, you got to go. Go. <laughs> Blue says Kick is the new Twitch. Uh, interesting. Okay. Wow. I hadn't yeah. heard about it. Yeah, man. Who, well, who was the big streamer that went from Twitch that went over there that got like a crazy amount of money? I'm talking like millions of dollars. What supposedly really? on his contract to go? Yeah, to get like the stupid money going over there. Like, and and wow, I'm I'm like y'all. I didn't even know streaming was a thing over there until I heard about these people starting to move over there. I'm like, how do they? How can they even pay them this money to do that? But supposedly, yeah. I, oh, I think a lot of wow. it too is the folks that are getting censored on certain platforms. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm like, sure that plays a part as well. Probably it could very well it could, it, yeah. but yeah. Ultimately, I think I would stick with YouTube. I th I think I I I like the the membership thing. I I think that's kind of cool now that they you know they've done that and hopefully <laughs> they do some more stuff with uh, streaming and that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, and I mean, I don't know. And I, I've tried Twitch, and I, I think you know just. No, I had the same experience a lot of you guys had. Just way too much. I mean, it's just oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. You and know? you get buried. But you get buried so deep. Quick. In the, yeah. Oh my lord! You know, 
especially if it's something popular. Don't let it be like Call of Duty or anything like that. I mean, oh, no, crap. yeah, you can't. Yeah, don't start streaming World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, any of that stuff on Twitch because yeah. you're never going to get found unless you yeah. have some kind of support system to kind of help you break through all that stuff. You know? yeah, exactly. 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 Um, as far as content and Sims-wise, what have you been favoring, uh, favoring here lately, Spur? DCS, absolutely. Really? DCS, love DCS here lately. Pray tell, dear sir. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I've dabbled in DCS for a long time, mm -hmm. but DCS is one of those games where you really like you can't dabble in that game. You know, if no, you, you really can't. You're either in anywhere. or you're out. You're yeah. in or you're out. I yeah, learned that absolutely. real quick. You're, you're in or you're out. <laughs> yeah, if you shot me down. Yeah, right? when I took brother Johnny out. <laughs> I remember that. I remember yeah. that. We're flying along. Yeah, you're really over, and Johnny's going down in this big fireball, this trail of the smoke. I'm like, what happened to Johnny? <laughs> oh, you were flying to Spur that day? Yeah, we were yeah. All flying. Yeah, yeah. we're all we're on the Hoggett server, right? Yeah, I was running cover for them and hit the wrong button. He had Johnny Master Armone. Yeah. There was no warning. <laughs> No RWS, no I can't take Charlie pass, anywhere, no, man. anywhere, bro. I'll take the slap just... out. <laughs> Boom, like I said, on the one glory, minute just like flying. that. Yeah, one minute he's flying, and then there's this big, magnificent fireball just arcing down to the ground. I'm like, oh, there's Johnny over there. Okay, made me feel so bad because it took him like 20 minutes to fire the plane up, man. Because there's so many tasks you have to do. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> then you got booted from the server too, and then you get the yeah. yeah I got booted. The boot. Then the voice comes. Don't like feel just... bad, dude. I got the boot the other day too, and I've been playing really? it pretty hardcore for a long time. And I got yeah. the boot on the Hoggett training server, and I felt so bad. I felt so bad, but I shot, I shot one of our guys down. You know, they had the little training area there with all the little fighters that you can shoot oh, down. Yeah. You know yeah. and. And I was on one side of them, and I had no clue that there was a blue team player on the northern side of them just flying through, minding his own business. And I let a sidewinder go, and it went straight for him. Like, it went oh. through all the red planes and, and got the oh hornet. Oh, my gosh. And got the hornet that was on the other side, and it said, you killed a blue, you know, friendly player. And I was so shocked and just devastated. I was just like, man, okay, well. Oops. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Like this but is a sim. It does. Yeah, you know, but it was funny though because it's like, you know, we were using uh SRS, which is real world radio communication and like you can't communicate, you know, if your plane shot down. So it was like, uh, you know, I couldn't say anything or anything, but I was like, market I mean, location. <laughs> exactly. So um sorry guys. Not good. Now I'm tripping out about this right here. Seventy so, million dollars. This is Mercer. XQC left Twitch to kick for seventy million over the next two years with incentives that could bring that to a hundred million. Is that not crazy or what? We've got people signing like pro athlete money yeah. to stream games. Oh my goodness. We in the wrong could, could you imagine a doctor disrespect? Like what kind of deal he would get? It'd be an insane <laughs> amount of money. Who's that? Dr. Disrespect. Oh, my gosh, dude. Wow. That's crazy. He said, I think he year. said he would go to kick if he had the right money offered. So, like, evidently he hadn't had the money he wants offered. <laughs> yeah, he probably, what, buck 2500 yeah, right. <laughs> man. But man, the thing true. is, he's making that. million, he can afford a series. <laughs> <Stop>. uh, <laughs> 
Shoot, <laughs> 70 million. You better not get no daggum serious. I'd say you should one for Christmas. You kidding me? We won't be friends no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Make it like a serious and a half or something. I don't know. Shoot. A serious and a half. <laughs> well, you guys are funny. Better be rolling <laughs> up like a 525 or something. Oh, man. I get terrible. you guys an eclipse. Isn't <laughs> it, it crazy though? How like what big money gaming is is? Yeah, man. Like, I, I yeah. Mean, like just gaming yeah. on online, you know. In general, it's crazy. You know, I yeah. Like Ghost of Beast and Ninja and all those guys, right? But I thought those, you know, those are few and far in between. I didn't. First of all, I've never heard of XQC ever. I I don't know who that is. So the fact that he's being offered thirty five million dollars a year to jump on this newfound streaming service is insane. It's crazy. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe one day I'm plus some Fortnite. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, I think a lot of these guys are Fortnite players, right? Excuse, I think excuse was Ninja. Yeah. Like, really? yeah, yeah. I can't do Fortnite. Fortnite makes me crazy. Man, I, I can't either. Play that game. I, I could I, never get into that game. I can't either. My son, he participated in a um, Fortnite tournament like a couple weeks ago, actually. And I, I'm thinking I'm gonna go in there. Fortunately, it was a coffee shop. Thank the good Lord, so I can bring my laptop and get some work done while he's doing that. And I'm sitting there, and there's like grown individuals in there. I'm talking like our <laughs> age and older, you know, participating, you know. And oh yeah. yeah, um, it was it was amazing, you know. Just and oh my gosh, you know, then you're watching, you know, watching what they do. And just like Mac, it just never, it just never vibed with me. You know, at all. So I'm just the like, building oh, okay. puts me off. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. see, I don't do the building. If I can't play, do that. I'll do the. No, I can't either. They like watch some of the guys thing. building. It's like the finger work is just. Oh, they got special you know. things that they put on their controllers where they can like use all their fingers. What? And every, yeah, there's. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how wow. that happened. Yeah, there's. Yeah, it's insane. Like, and I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm not fast enough. I'm too old. Like, I just. My I, brain don't process that. Fast. Yeah, I can't <laughs> process that stuff. You know, my daughter, like my two of my daughter, my two oldest daughters, both play Fortnite, and they both won repeatedly. Like, like it's wow. nothing for one of them oh, to really? win, and I've yet to win one. Like, I can't. I can't. Uh, it's, uh, played it like four times. I did a big roll one time. Yeah, my I can't. daughters are like, you ain't gonna win. I was like, what me. <laughs> you know the thing about like I the, hid in the bush. I hid in the bush. You kept going. I was like, they all kill themselves out, and I was at the top when it was over. <laughs> the, the thing about Fortnite that that puts me off too is like, there's so much wait. Like, you gotta wait in the lobby. Then you got to queue up and you got to go in. The, oh, and you got to go yeah. in. You got to jump from the bus and then you got to get on the ground and find something to use. Right. And yeah, go and through like, the chest and do all that. Yeah. You got to go through all this stuff. And then when you finally get your stuff, you haven't seen anyone. Right. And you're nope. running across the map trying to get to a good location. And the next thing you know, you're shot in the back and you're killed and it's all over with. That's so it. You start yep. over, and that's not entertaining to me one bit. I can't one stand bit. it. It just makes no, me crazy. I'm I can't do that. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Warzone's kind of the same, you know. Oh yeah, Warzone's kinda, the, yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, no, no. I, I bought the new Call of Duty, and I love it, but I'm not playing Warzone. I'm just not. I just it. I don't like the battle royale genre. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Really, I just I just don't care for it. It's just not and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it's know? just it's too much to do to to just be randomly killed and have to start all over again. Yeah, yeah. you got you yeah. got half an hour in there and you look around a tree. It's yeah, over. and then you're back dead. to the lobby. Yes, man, because lately I've been struggling with some of those aircraft. You get them fired up, it take you that gun, what, 15, 20 minutes getting fired up. That's true. Yes. And then, you know, you depart, and then, you know, it's like. Your buddy sudden, shoots you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, or you, you know, catch a Sam or something stupid happens or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, it's, yeah, so it's. I get that for sure. It, it depends on the server. Like there's one server, you know, I play on Georgia at war a lot. I like that one. I like uh, mm-hmm. through the end, some of the through the end. I don't do the PVP servers too much because they're just too laggy for me. Like growling sidewinder mm-hmm. is a big one. Everyone goes growling sidewinder is a laggy mess for me for some reason. But mm-hmm. um, you can go to, uh, there's a server I like called faces of death that mm-hmm. it's, it's hot start. Everything's hot start on no. around. Like you, you die, you jump right back in your airplane and you're good to go. Just load it up and you get right back. So I like that, you know, to me, like if I, if I'm going to sit down and play DCS for hours on end one day, I kind of like the hot start because I think the, the, like going through the whole routine of starting your airplane gets kind of repetitive, right? Like it's the same thing over and over again. So Mm -hmm. I I like the hot star servers. I, I think that's pretty fun. Yeah, that, um, you know, yeah, I, I may need to do that because that, I think that's part of the reason why I kind of took a little bit of a break. Then I'd like mess around. Because it's a lot, man. You got an hour yeah. to send something and you 30 minutes of that, you're just trying to get oh, on the runway. That was it. Yeah, right. man, it's just, it's hard. You have it's to a have time. time. You yeah. have to have time for DCS. And that it, was, I yeah. feel like DCS is one of those games where, you can play it one of two different ways. You can play it really conservatively or you can bonsai. Yeah. Just go up in the middle of it and if you yep. die, you die and start over or you can kind of hang back and play it conservatively and, and yep. kind of like, I, I like, like the BVR timelines like they have in real life. You know, they right. don't like generally in real life, if there's air to air combat, they're not going to just bonsai into it head first. Like right. there's certain things that they have to do at certain points at certain ranges, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so they have a thing where they, they talk about skate and skate means get out of there, mm-hmm. you know, and they might have a certain range that they want to skate by like 20 miles out. Mm-hmm. And if at 20 miles, if things aren't going the way they want the battle to go, they, they turn and get out of there. They disengage, you know, so I skate quick. Like <laughs> I'm a very conservative player. Like, so I won't have to constantly be restarting the airplane and going yeah, through all that exactly, stuff. Yeah. You know? So exactly yeah, that, 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 yeah, skate quick, skate quick, skate early, you know, get out of there. Don't mess, <laughs> don't mess around, you know, for sure. For sure. My friend, any, um, I know a uh, heat blur, uh, which is a huge developer in DCS, probably one of the biggest, in my opinion. Uh, they've, uh, I think their F 14 is right around the corner for 2020. Well, you think that's going to be make, uh, make much of a, an impact as far as, uh, as far as a lot of 2020 users are concerned, or you think some DCS players are going to feel some type of way? What do you think? I, I, I feel like the military stuff in 2020 is kind of a niche thing mm. because I feel like a lot of the 2020 players don't know how to really employ that kind of thing in a, in a, basically a civilian game where you're not sure. shooting missiles and, and doing aerial combat or whatever, sure. you know, um, yeah, there will be people that get it, but um, 
like I said, I, I think it's it's such a one-off to a lot of people because they don't know what to do. Well, you think about what do they do in real life? Mm-hmm. You know, they train, they go to MOAs, they go to, you know, low-level routes, they they do mm-hmm. training, and you don't see people like in, employing that kind of stuff in 2020. Yeah, yeah that's true. And I can just see it now on VATSIM, someone, someone else. Sending a- <laughs> oh, my gosh, man, just jacking up the freaking airspace. I can see it now. So, yeah. Dude, that that like honestly that was some of the most enjoyable times i've ever had in microsoft flight simulator was back in 98 when um i actually started a virtual squadron called the 128th bomb squadron and it was based wow. on a real life 128th bomb squadron from the george air national guard right yeah and we flew the b1 bomber just like they did and we flew like i had a friend that actually flew for them in real life so he would kind of give me some ideas of what they were doing real world Oh, wow. Stateside training, you know? Sure. So they would go to a warning area off in the Atlantic, off like the coast of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, they may do some kind of maneuvers out there. They may work with uh, fighters and like do intercepts or stuff like that. Or they go to the warning areas down in the Gulf of Mexico. They So he told mm-hmm. me all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is we started incorporating this into uh, FS-98 on SATCO. Because back then there were there were no rules. You could do that. You could tell there was no what do they have now where it's the special operations or whatever that you have to yeah, do. Yeah, that's something weird. Yeah. yeah. Back then there was none of that. So wow. what we would do is we would take these B1s out and we would fly like in a two-ship formation and we would go to like Memphis, Memphis Center, and we would fly a low-level route there. Mm-hmm. And then we would come off the low-level route and go back. And and people like these controllers love that. They wow. like it got to the point where we had controllers like asking us to come to their airspace to do something because it was so it was so different, you know. Oh, too cool. Yeah, there there was one. Um, we used to go up to uh, Chicago Center a lot, and I'm trying to think of that MOA up there. It, they used to have the Kokomo arrival into Chicago. That's not even a thing anymore. I don't even think the Kokomo right. arrival is a thing. But uh, there was a MOA that was like right by the arrival into Chicago. So it kind of dog-legged around the MOA, you know, and they would ah. have us come up there and fly around in that MOA. And then the airliners going into Chicago could like route around us and they could look, right. you know, look off their wing and see us over there doing our thing. That's in the the aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that, that was really cool. Really, really cool. But I don't think a lot of people think about that kind of stuff. No, no, they don't. You know, it's more especially when you're, you know, thinking along the lines of military aircraft, you think of like military operations and employing weapons and things like that. But, you know, outside of that, you know, there's a lot of things that happen, you know, within the squadron, you know, like you mentioned, you know, training operations, you know, practicing maneuvers, you know, and all of that, you know, is done cold, you know, meaning the oh, weapons yeah. are not. So, you know, yeah, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of aspects to that. So who knows? I mean, I think that, you know, that F-14 might do pretty well just because there's a lot of folks who have DCS also have 2020 and they're like, oh, yeah, the heat blur, you know. And um, I've seen some screenshots. It looks pretty dang good but I don't, I don't know i don't know if it's going to be a thing for me that's for yeah sure. I, I i don't know i have the f14 in in dcs um to me it's kind of a novelty mm-hmm. to be honest i know a lot of f14 people are going to like hate that <laughs> right like the f14 reigns supreme this is one of the greatest and, and and i mean i give credit where it's due but for sure 
Like you fly to me in DCS, you fly the F-14 because you want to fly the F-14. You want to play a 14, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you want to. Yeah. You want that experience. If I want to go BVR in in DCS, and, and and feel like have a pretty good chance of being successful, I'll take the F-15C. F-15. Up. Yeah, the, or the F-15C. The F-15C, F-15C oh, yeah. is a beast in that game. The radar, like you could pick, you could pick people up 80 miles out, way further in the Hornet. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, under right conditions, yeah, yeah, you can pick people up a long ways out and 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 you know and do well. I feel like like the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. To me, the Phoenix on the F14 in DCS is a toss up. <laughs> you know, you could take the long shot, you might yeah. get it. It's like you winning the lottery not. though. If you get that 50 mile shot, that 50 60 mile shot, you know, it's if it's like yeah. a fighter that's doing any kind of maneuvering, you're probably not going to get him. Oh, yeah, you're not going to get him. You're not going to get him. The Phoenix was yeah. more for intercepting big like bear bombers and stuff like that. So, yeah. You know, they aren't very maneuverable, but um I feel like if I take the I call it the seagull the C model eagle. <laughs> if I take the seagull up, I feel like I have a pretty good chance with an like slinging amrams to get to get something. To get something. Yeah. Wow. To, to have a good mission, and then that goes back to that whole skate thing. Whereas you know, in the eagle, it's got you know tons of get up and go. You can sling some right. amrams and then skate and get out of there really super fast and, and be right. good. You know. Yeah. Wow. How do y'all think the flight dynamics will be? In FS twenty twenty, that was the first thing I thought of. I wonder how close to DCS they would be. Oh, man, that's a good question, Charlie. That's not going to be close. I mean, DC, DC again <laughs> for someone that I've uh, dabbled in it, like we said earlier, here or there, it, the flight dynamics always blew me away. Twenty twenty is not going to come close to that. It might be a reasonable facsimile, but it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be. You know, I've never really been like 100% happy with a lot of the flight dynamics at FS 2020, to be honest. Like, it just (laughs) join the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying nothing. I'm (laughs) there's some great, yeah. it's gotten it's gotten a lot better though, Spurs. Yeah, it has I, I remember Spur used to come, we all did, but I remember watching some of Spurs <laughs> streams and videos in 2020. And he was just over it. Yeah, um, I, I just I, feel like I think it's come away a little bit. To me, 2020 is and maybe it's just me, but it's come off to me as like one of the most gamey of the flight sims done of of, of Microsoft. In a way, it has, but, but you know, I mean, with Asobo and Microsoft really targeting that 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 console audience as well, yeah. I think yeah. it was one of the unfortunate implications of doing so. It has become that. I don't think twenty twenty four is going to be too much different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the trick is, you know, the challenge for Asobo is going to be is trying to balance between the two, right? To try to appease users like us, you know, who's been in it, you know, to win it forever in a day, and you know the, you know the the console market as well, you know. So, uh, you're 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 spot on. It's like, for example, when I, I sometimes I'll use my um, Xbox controller for the um, drone camera, and you. You know, fire it up and boom, it instantly recognizes the, you know, the controller. And, you know, I mean, pre 3D, it's like, you know, what? Controller? Huh? Why? Yeah, <laughs> you on know? your separate controller, they use, have views. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. 
I, I think, you know, they've, they've said this for a while. And I think when you look at their core audience and who they're marketing to and where the money is, it's that console community. And I think that console community and those dollars help drive the future development of the platform. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're hardcore simmers, but let's be honest, in comparison, there are very few of us compared to the yeah, I was about to say, community. we're the niche. <laughs> you are, you're right. You're absolutely we're right. not pushing the dollars, right? It's yeah. it's it's the it's the other side of the crowd and an effort to continue to fund those dollars and help improve the platform, they've got to strike that balance. And to Johnny's yeah. point, it's figuring out how to strike the balance without sort of uh mm-hmm. damaging the true essence of what flight simulators should be yep true story let me ask you guys this do you you think like high fidelity aircraft is is pretty much the standard now for for flight simming because it seems like it like everything in dcs is releasing is high fidelity you see a ton of high fidelity aircraft being released for fs 2020 i think it's gotta be and i think but i think you still got the 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 other side with the console thing too, you got to have that yeah. lower end stuff. There you go, Charlie. There's been yeah. a lot of videos on that from DCS users. They're like, are we getting too many high fidelity? Cause you know, Mike's right. Just about everything, you know, and a lot of it's, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I'm guilty. You, you almost expect something high fidelity in DCS because you know, yeah. one, I mean, these things aren't cheap. Right. Yeah. And two, you know, I mean, it's DCS, you know, right. But on mm-hmm. on the flip side of that, you know, the the argument has been brought up that, you know, are we alienating a certain segment of the market? Because you know, there are some folks out there just simply Too don't complex. have time to dive into. Dang, not only do I have to figure out how to fly the thing, um, I have to be able to be able to shoot, move, and communicate with the thing. And operate the systems, the radar, the ECM, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, there is a market out there for those lower, like, what was that? Into the Cliffs, guys, I think. Flaming Cliffs. Yeah, Flaming Flaming Cliffs. And that's the only thing I I love. Yeah. That's the only thing I would fly. I bought the the ATN2 and something else I don't remember. And I got in the Flaming Cliffs because I didn't want to spend all that time. Mm-hmm. To go up and get shot right back down. And well, flaming yeah. cliffs is a plane that you can just get. You can jump right in in like middle minimal effort, absolutely, and, and, and get right into it. And like you said, mm-hmm. if you shot down, you just start right over. You know, start over really yep. quickly. Get back up in the air. It's not, and it's one of those mm-hmm. planes. Like if I take a break from DCS for any amount of time, one of the first mm-hmm. planes that I'll go back into the game is F-15C. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy. Like you can always get up and running in that airplane. Yep. Super fast, super fast. And, and for and, somebody and, like me in DCS, I would love to see more of those, and I would probably play it more often. Right? Yeah, well, I you, think that's think the, the flip side too is like how much the high fidelity aircraft has slowed the pipeline down as far as development. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's really, like, good. Uh, it stretches it out to some of this stuff for years, years, yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. So we, just think if it was more FC three stuff, just think of how many airplanes you could see. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which well, would draw more people ultimately, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Cause I mean the sim itself is just freaking gorgeous. Oh, oh man, it's freaking gorgeous. I I fired it up yesterday to take a screenshot for this show. And um man, it's just 
whoa, and now like I forgot how good it looked, you know, and it's ridiculous um, how good it looked. Yeah, I mean, if you can imagine get you know getting a like a flaming cliffs, you know, part three, part well, you know, however you wanted to market it, you know, but aircraft along that, you know, um, along that level of fidelity, and you know, I definitely think it would entice, you know, um, more users to the genre. No, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. It's like I was saying, I can take the F-14 up. That's high fidelity airplane, you know, beautifully done. Mm -hmm. And I can take it up in a BVR situation in, in DCS on a PVE server. Like I said, I don't do a lot of PVP, but sure. it, I might be successful in it. I could definitely come back alive. But <laughs> if I take the Flaming Cliffs F-15C, I feel like I have a really good chance of being very successful in like some kind of cap cap roll or something, you know, trying Absolutely. to down other aircraft, you know, versus the F-14, which is two completely different aircraft, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, spot on, guys. Spot on. And um, outside, of the, outside of DCS, I know a lot of videos I was watching as well, Spur, and, you know, again, you know, it's... I, I, I see that, you know, a lot of us who are into aviation and are, you know, it's, you know, become something we've, you know, come to love, love and enjoy. We seem to gravitate towards sims that, you know, involve some sort of mechanization, whether it's, you know, a like motor, something with a motor. Something with a motor. Yes. You know, yeah, I reason for the win, <laughs> and um, you know, and, and I see a lot of a lot of train simulation on your end. But mm. tell me, Spur, why is it? Um, do you, I, I notice you don't stream Train Sim World much or at all, actually? Uh, why? Is why that? I don't do Train Sim World? Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't played it in a long time. Mm -hmm. I played it back in the day when it was Railworks, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. I was never impressed. I, I was never impressed. Like, you know, I've asked for those that don't know, I actually worked the job. I, I worked as a conductor for a few years. I didn't do it too long before I pulled the pin, but, um, mm -hmm. hard job. It is a very hard job. Hard Keeps you going all job. The time. Yeah. Um, it was just always really extremely lacking. I, I, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't say how it is now, you mm -hmm. know, but, um, you know, the times that I did play it way back in the day, it was nothing like what it was really like. Hmm. Train some oh, world. Wow. Yeah. I don't that it's interesting. I, everyone swears it's the bee's knees, but maybe they don't have that perspective, right? That you have spur mm -hmm. of actually working the job. It may it may be better now. It may be. It may be hmm. better now. I, I I really I don't know. I haven't played it in years, but I know when I played it years in the past, it was like you set well, the I brakes can... up and I'm like, this isn't right. This isn't right mm -hmm. at all, you know. Or... Well, for one, you know, a lot of us, including myself, really have no Firm no understanding of the braking system on a locomotive. <laughs> so, right. you know, I mean, if you know, whatever. Kind of at the mercy of the tutorial at that point. There you go. You know, we're kind of just, I guess you kind of have to take it at face value what you're presented with. But um, I, I noticed, you know, you stream a lot of run eight, and I'm not going to lie, it's even enticing. I actually picked it up years back, but man, it got, and I hate that. I'm going to be, I'm going to be first one. It wasn't as pretty as Train Sim Worlds. So I'm like, man, oh no. So I kind of like put it to the, put it to the side but just the level of fidelity i've noticed um when i watch you play it man and it seems to have gotten better even graphically it looks looks a lot better than it than it uh, has in the past well you know it, I, I worked on run eight 
Really? Yeah, oh, I worked wow. on Run Eight. Yeah, I worked on Run Eight for several years as an artist. Yeah, in the very, really? in the early days. Yeah, wow. I did. Yeah. Oops, I'm sorry. So, for it. it looked amazing. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> Johnny it puts his like... foot in his mouth once again. No, 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 no. I totally. Here's the thing. I'm slipping this. Right. No, I I totally get it. I totally get that. Um. Run 8 is a completely different beast as far as railroad simulation. It is completely different, completely different beast. Wow. Um, one of the things that I will tell anyone with Run 8 is like, mm -hmm. uh, you could go on the Waycross expansion and there's a rail yard in Waycross that has uh, just the bowl, the classification part of the yard is 60 tracks. Simulate. Wow. It's got a 12 track re uh, receiving yard. It's got what 10, 10 on the north, uh, four or five on the south, 40 yards. So maybe about 14 or 15 uh, departure yards. So you've got 12 receiving that are two miles long each, uh, 10, mm -hmm. like 12,000 feet. Uh, the north forwarding, the south forwarding, and then you got the 60 track bowl, which is actually all automated. You can hump cars just like they do in real life, and they'll oh, cut wow. off and roll down in there on their own. I've seen as many as three or four thousand cars on my computer in that game at one time <laughs> at one three, time four, in one place cars yeah. in one place yeah you wow. will never see that in train sim world no you will never see that in train sim world and that's part of wow. the difference in the graphics was what are you wanting to do with the end game Mm. right what are you trying to what are you trying to accomplish you know so road eight allows you the ability to have like thousands of real cars and I, even on it like a, a route as a whole a 200 mile mm -hmm. mile route some of these routes are 200 plus miles long mm -hmm. you know you could have thousands of, of real cars populated at one across, time at, at one time yeah and you just you won't see that you know, you won't see that on train sim world. And that's part of the trade-off with the graphics, because if, mm -hmm. if you look at a game like that and you say, you jump into the game, if you go to this way cross yard and 70% of your system resources are just being used for graph, just for the scenery. That's true. Um, you're not going to be able to have 3000 cars populating Spot. the yard. You know, it's just, it's, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. So, uh, wow. that that was a big part of it and then when i originally started uh helping with run eight it was um um microsoft.net and Ooh. we were very very limited on uh memory mm -hmm. that we could use just because of the way it worked just the inner work and i'm not a programmer i couldn't tell you that all i could tell you is that we were very very limited as far as the resources that we could use from someone's uh, computer like in the very first sure. version of the game and that was one of the first things that they wound up doing was getting away from that and doing their own engine because uh, then they could use as much memory as they wanted to but it was like extremely hamstrung starting out i i remember we did the first two uh rolling stock packs mm -hmm. for um for run eight and it was maybe maybe eight cars per pack mm -hmm. so 16 cars total and people were already hitting out of memory exceptions because 
because of the memory limitations that we Limitation. had going it, yeah, right. going into it. So, you know, that that's this is the one thing you hear all the time about Rene. Well, the graphics aren't nearly as good as right X Y Z. But you know, like I said, if if they were on par with um, what Train Sim World, you wouldn't see, like I said, you wouldn't see three thousand cars sitting in the bowl of Waycross Yard. You know, wow, like you do in Run Eight. It's it's just it depends. Like right. some people don't care about that, right? You know, some people don't yep. care about that. They 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 just want to run trains. It, run it's trains. all yeah. It just all is relative to like how far down the rabbit hole as far as operations do you want to get into do you want to get into yep no spot <laughs> on spot on yeah I, I think that was you know that's you know uh, definitely an, an eye-opener for me for sure you know but i know here lately as i've you know watched especially going down like ray cross and some of those routes man, I, thought, I was like damn it looks pretty dang good actually yeah and, it, it, a lot it, of the it, un- yeah it's improved and, and another thing that people have to realize is that it's only about half a dozen people at the most mm-hmm. working on that. You know, it's, it's not, it's not a lot And art mm-hmm. is a huge, huge time sink mm-hmm. and a huge money sink. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at the DCS aircraft, how long they're in development. Now I know a lot of the inner workings of the DCS aircraft are, are, you know, just the programming side too. For sure. For sure. But the art side is a huge huge time and money sink like you could spend weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks working on just the simplest of things you know i like it's, sure. it's, so it, it it's not you know that's another aspect that you have to kind of look at you know money is time time is money you know how many people do you have available to work on this stuff because i like i i went to school for game art believe mm-hmm. it or not and i've known people that like their entire pipeline might be just doing vegetation for games like that's all they do wow trees and grass, grass. and bushes that's and stuff crazy. like that you know like <laughs> it's crazy you know like how you can kind of like narrow it some people are just character artists you know all they do are characters and cloth simulation and stuff like that you know some people are just hard surface mo- modelers they do buildings and trucks and cars and you know things like that so it gets pretty wow. involved for sure wow yeah no i mean again you know just you know being able to you know especially you know watching you know your your platform and like you know pretty dang accurate you know just from what i can see you know train operations man it's 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 definitely uh you know definitely a um you know running definitely a sim that you know i don't think a lot of us you know really hear about often but definitely something you know not to sleep on for sure so yeah, it, i think it, i'll be i'll be checking it out myself it's an outlier is it's absolutely oh, yeah. an outlier and it and it's like you said you know i think it is by far the most realistic train sim you can run yep. it it runs more like what i remember my experience being like on a train than anything else that i've ever done mm-hmm. how long has it been out train sim world the first iteration yeah i i don't know it's kind of convoluted Ooh. how that game has evolved over the years yeah Railworks at one time yeah i think it, it was Railworks, and yeah, then it morphed like, into something else then more and it's just this then dovetail yeah. got it or something yeah yeah they picked it up and yeah i don't know when i first it. had it was when dovetail bought it the, gotcha 
Yeah, it's it's evolved a lot over the years. So I I I've never I heard of Run Eight till I watched Spur. I made it the same. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I was working on Run Eight back in 2012. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, back in 2012. I think that's when I started doing my first projects for Run Eight. We're back in 2012. Wow. So it's been around for a long time, but it's an out. Like I said, it's an outlier. Wow. So like a lot of people are, you know. That's the thing about gaming nowadays is is that I think a lot of the 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 younger generations the first thing they see are the graphics. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah, the twenty twenty so popular. Oh, yeah, the first thing they see are the graphics. They don't know what it's like to be like us. You know, like when I was playing uh, Chuck Atari. <laughs> yeah, Atari. Yeah, or, you know, the first flight sim I had in nineteen eighty seven, Chuck Yeager's advanced flight trainer flight where training. the ground was like a pink plane and it had pyramids that were mountains and oh lord flight from 98 <laughs> yeah so they don't like they don't know what it's like to play a game like that and actually enjoy the game for the what substance of the game you know mm -hmm. yeah. like one of the best games i ever played was red storm rising mm -hmm. back in oh yeah and it was pixel art basically yep wow uh, Pong. Pong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. And, and then, you know, like for a game like Run 8, well, I sit here and say, well, that's the most realistic train simulator you can ever run. But how many people are really truly going to know that? Exactly. Who, who has, mm -hmm. like, it's like saying an, an F-18 Hornet pilot saying, well, that F-18 in DCS is dead on. Well, I don't have anything to compare it by. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. just going off his word. You going know, off right? his word, yeah. Yeah, spot spot on. No, I, I mean I think you I think you bring up some really really good points. And uh, you know, guys out there, definitely check out Run Eight. You know, if you're interested at all in you know train operations, I mean, and check out some Spurs videos for sure. As far as you know, the ins and outs, because Lord knows I learned a lot. You know, I've been kind of I think I remember messing with like Microsoft Train Simulator and all that. And oh my gosh, you know, bro. Yeah, I totally man. forgot about that. Yeah, one. like that's when I kind of got into it. I was like, Didn't it have a BNSF cool. on the front of it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. man. Yep. Golly. <laughs> no yeah, I, I, played, I played the Microsoft Train Simulator. That was the first one that I actually I got one before that called um Train Master. And Whoa. it was literally a profile view. And it had a little bar, like a little brown bar that represented your train. And you would go up the hill and you would go down the hill. And you like, wow. yeah, it was like pixel art too. There was, there was nothing to that game. But yeah, I played that. Wow. <laughs> Spurs bringing it back, man. Right. Lord, I feel old. Whoo, man. I feel you, Mr. Spur. <laughs> I feel you. But no, I mean, and again, you know, I, I, I think it's really cool, you know, really, really cool to see that, you know, that, you know, so much variety in your content. And uh, you're not the only one, uh, Blue Game Shout to Blue. Um, you know, there's also a lot of, a lot of variety in this content as well. And, you know, again, you know, for, you know, for, you know, folks who dabble in, you know, who are interested in many different types of industry. I think those, uh, you know, I think you, you, know, you guys' channel, um, channels are invaluable to the community. So um, definitely appreciate it and definitely appreciate your work, Spur. And Mrs. Spur, for sure, because I know she's in the background. Uh, keep yes, you in line. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. None of it would have been possible without her support. That's for sure. Absolutely. She, absolutely. And even like, you know, I've said, well, there's a lot of ups and downs with YouTubing. There's been times where I'm like, man, I just, 
you know, it wears on you after a while. And mm-hmm. she's like, yep. you know, you, you need, you enjoy doing this. You need to keep doing it. You know, yep. keep doing Don't worry about all the other outside noise of analytics and all that <laughs> stuff. Just do what you enjoy, you know? Absolutely. And, and yeah. So she's kind of the, the, definitely the driving force um, behind that. Absolutely. Yeah. Too cool. Well, man, Spur, holy smokes, man. It's just been a phenomenal, um, phenomenal time speaking with you. And I don't want to take up, you know, much of your time because I know, I know tomorrow's Monday and it's like, yeah, you oh. know, we're recording today. Uh, what is it today? <laughs> I tried to announce today, uh, the 26th of November, we're recording this uh, for those of us, those of our uh, friends and family listening on the podcast platform. Um, but aside from that, um, Spur, man, I want to give you the floor, my friend. Any closing thoughts for the audience? I, you know, it, it's been a crazy ride. Like, you know, <laughs> you went over my numbers at the start of the video and, and it, it blows my mind. Like, you know, I, I've got it's pushing 7,000 subs now. It's not huge in like the YouTube world, but it's big for me. It's, it's, it's huge. huge. I like that's more. Oh, yeah. That's like double the people in the county I live in, you know? <laughs> and, and it blo- it literally it blows my mind every day. Like it, you know, I post a video and someone leaves a comment. Oh yeah, I love this video. I was looking forward to it, and it blows. It just literally blows my mind. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? Really? Like that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's imposter complex or something. Maybe that's a oh, thing, no. you know. But I'm, I'm it's humility, like, man. Yeah, yep. I'm just so flattered that that people actually watch. Like Johnny said, what you know, he watches my videos. You know, a lot. It just mm-hmm. it blows my mind every time someone uh, says that. So basically, I just can't express like how, uh, how like how eternally grateful I am for the support that I've gotten from everyone that's watched. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really does. Uh, it means a lot. And you guys having me on here, you know, I've, I've known y'all just about um, since the get go, you know, oh, so yeah. I, I really, really do appreciate it. You know, oh, everyone man. tuning in I and remember watching. Spur, you, didn't, you were even at 500 subs. Yeah, I think. Man, 200. No, yeah. no, no, I think 200. I, barely I know Mike could get done F and O, then we'd go watch Mr. <laughs> Spurs, That's right. right? Play, I would do, uh, I would do a Friday night. Paint the walls. Was... <laughs> what was that? Uh, right. What was That's that? Right. House flipper. House flipper. Yeah. House flipper. Yeah. She would do house flipper. That's yeah. exactly right. It's oh, it's man. been a crazy ride. It really, it really, it it, it has. It, it really mm-hmm. has. No, too cool. But now, like me, like I said, you know, pleasure is all ours, man. I tell you, that's. You know, out of so much, you know, sorrow that happened during COVID, you know, I would say, you know, meeting, you know, meeting all of y'all, you know, it's definitely been, uh, you know, mm-hmm. blessing in my life for sure. And, um, you know, um, yeah, you know, I totally lost my train of thought there. After my, <laughs> right. a little in the background. But, you know, uh, aside from that, uh, uh, what do you got, Michael? Like you got some of your mind, brother? Um, yeah, so I didn't get a chance to do this, so definitely I uh, wanted to bring it up and it's scrolling down there at the bottom. Um, I think prior to our last show, or in between, I should say, our last show, uh, it was announced uh, travel discounts and logistics as it relates to Flight Sim Expo. Uh, next year vegas it'll come quick like it always does Man, but june 21st December. is it's already six months away like and that's crazy because they announced this what july or something like that so it goes fast so 
check out the uh, FS Expo website. Check out Close Traffic Podcast website as well. All the details are there. Uh, but uh, registration actually opens in December. It's just $50 for the three-day event access. And then, again, there's a bunch of, uh, of uh, deals and discounts uh, for the Tropicana, as well as with airlines like uh, Delta and Southwest. So go to uh, uh, fsexpo.com, closetravelpodcast.com, get some details there. Hopefully, uh, looking forward to seeing you all there as well. But that's Did I give us a break and say no chips? <laughs> uh, for you, Charlie, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm on need it. I'm broke. Broke. Who was that? Won a crazy amount of money playing slots the other day. They Who won like double, double or triple digit millions. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Two days before I got there, which was a shame. Dago, I mean, I'm so broke. I might start walking now to get there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. Good choice. <laughs> take Charlie anyway. Oh, man, the great dusty roads would say, "Time's hard, baby." That's it. <laughs> Time's hard, baby. That's yeah, why I'm oh trying my. to advertise these discounts, man. Pay, oh attention. Pay attention. Oh my gosh, man! Oh, Charlie says he's a man, but man, no, that's one. Like, Everyone, give a shout out to our friends over at Extreme Flight Simulation. Um, probably one of the few I know that's offering a just an amazing experience in a 737-800 full flight simulation system. So definitely check our friends out there. Um, I also want to give a quick shout to our, uh, our man Steve at High Performance Steve and um, <laughs> give him a quick shout out there and. Aside from that, guys, I know uh, we're about to be rolling into, you know, rolling into another new week. And, uh, you know, just make sure, you know, you guys, um, you know, take care of yourselves and, you know, each other. Stay safe out there. Anything else, guys? Oh, take the Navigraph survey. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's what's today's last day, isn't it? Is it? I just took it today. Go take it. Yeah, go take it. Even if it's not even (laughs) on the website, go take it. What's the Navigraph survey? So what they do? So what they do is they ask a bunch of questions, you know, as far as what sim are you flying. It just kind of helps project, you know, the path flight sims kind of moving towards. You know, what kind of airplanes are you flying? Are you real world pilot? Are you thinking about training? You know, just it's just really interesting to see the numbers and stuff like that. So I I think it's important. Yeah. yeah, I just threw it in the um in the in the chat as well for those of you that are here and on live. Um, yeah, like Charlie said, man, it's I think you know a lot of the the things that we talk about and we always end up getting into well, which sim is better and what are people playing more. This is a, a definitely a a, a more real time sort of uh, way to understand and and sort of judge what the broader community is feeling as it relates to. Flight sim in general, and it goes deep, man. Every every year they get more, absolutely and more detailed, and um, the 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 outlook is is always promising. Uh, I think and it's your hobby. voice to the developers is the exactly. way I look at it. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Too cool. Well, they got an earful from me. So. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Got an earful from old Charlie there. Old uh, nah. old old uh, census Charlie is what they call census. It. <laughs> oh, Father Time here. Oh my <laughs> lord, man! We in this thing for a good time. Simon, Simon, man. Guys, take care of yourselves and each other. See ya.